Hey guys, welcome back to the Athlete Stories Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Wadproof. Wadproof just launched a new program to help pro members improve their mobility and their range of motion while becoming better overall athletes. It's called Wadproof Bionic, and it tracks and analyzes movement in real time with the goal of providing unique mobility plans for every user. It's awesome, and if you look at the link in our show notes, you'll get a free trial, so make sure to check that out. Also, this show is brought to you by X Endurance Sports Supplements. X Endurance is one of the only products out there, or one of few products out there, that's approved by Informed Sport for professional athletes. So you know that when you're putting these products in your body, um, you're putting the right things in there in terms of performance, especially for athletes that get tested. Um, so make sure you check out the show notes as well. There's a discount for X Endurance uh, in the YouTube show notes and in the podcast show notes. Back to the show with James Sprague. It's Sprague, right? You got it. What up? What okay. up, y'all? Thanks for um, having me, Jared. Dude, thanks for coming, man. I, uh, you know, I remember watching you, um, last year, of course I had like, you know, seen you come up in the teen division, but last year at semifinals, um, and just seeing your energy and I'm like, man, that guy has a lot of energy. Like, uh, is it, is it, is it, is it real? Is that like all the time? And every time I've interacted with you, it's like hundred percent energy. Like do, when do you shut it off? Like, does it oh, ever man. shut off? Well, yeah, I would say it's very real because I, I think that, you know, I just love life. I just I'm a guy who loves life. That's simply put. I, I love I love adventuring. I love working out. I, I love people. I love I love God. I love everything that is in my life. I love eating. So I'm just enthusiastic about it. And um, <laughs> I think I think that's like I don't know where it came from. I guess my dad, he's the same way. He's always so happy to see people and he's my role model. So I guess if it came from anywhere, it's, it's from him. Cause you know, I'm, I'm birthed from pa. Uh, um, yeah. so yeah, man, that's, that's kind of where I got it. Uh, the sport has been so good for my energy too, because it, it leaves me drained and then leaves me wanting more at the same time. So it kind of shuts off at night after all the workouts are done. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta come, come down at some point. Otherwise you just can't sleep. Oh, for sure. Um, and I've been, uh, taking use of, uh, naps lately too. I've never been a big napper. And now I'm like, Oh, these things are great. Are we talking about 15 minute naps? Or are we talking about like two hour naps? Oh, you know, usually I don't let myself go over like 30 to 45. Cause I feel like I'm being unproductive, but sometimes being unproductive is the most productive thing you can do when you need to like, let your mind relax. For sure. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Um, that, that can preach you are a full-time athlete. Um, so when you talk about being unproductive, are you, are you in school? Are you working? Yeah. So I'm actually doing both. Um, but they're not at the capacity that like regular people would say they're doing school or regular people say they're working. Um, because my goal is for CrossFit to be my full-time job. And right now it's, uh, still getting there. So I'm still on the process to make it fully sustainable for me to have an income and do it full time. But I pursue it like it's my full time job and my full time dream. Uh, for school, I'm just doing part time, I'm studying business and nutrition. Um, and that's just online school from back at home in Seattle. And um, and then I'm doing my job is online remote coaching, as you know, uh, lots of coaches out there just trying to make people better in the CrossFit space and in the fitness space in general. Um, so I do online remote coaching and I actually have a couple one-on-one -on -one clients in person here in Florida that I've had the privilege to train uh, at this gym we've been training at and now starting to train them at our new Brute HQ. Actually, tonight's our first session. Uh, 
with my clients at the new gym. That's so sick, man. Um, how long you been in uh, Fort Myers, right? Oh, so we're close. We're in Naples, which is oh, Naples, 30 minutes Naples. south. Yeah, okay. super close. How do you like it? Oh, man, it's a, it's a dream come true. It's been just over two months now uh, living on my own with my roommate, Ethan, who's another stud that moved down here to pursue his dream in CrossFit. And uh, the coolest part is just like being like on my own and, and learning so many responsibilities that I may or may not have had at, like at home when living with my parents and like still being at like a young age, but like feeling like I'm growing up super quick, doing all these things on my own, relying on myself um, and just, you know, pursuing something that I never knew I could pursue in this fashion. Like I never knew I'd be moving for CrossFit or uh, doing, doing things like this, uh, stepping out of my comfort zone when I started seven years ago. So this has been a really cool thing that still feels like a dream come true. That's really cool, man. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. moving out is uh, moving out is super interesting because, uh, you know, it's been a little while for me. But I remember, you know, being young and being like, man, I can, I'll be better on my own, you know. And you move out on your own and you run out of toilet paper and you're like, oh, what do I do? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think about this, you know. Like, go grab I guess some moves. Yeah, dad, dad, dad was taking care of me, you know. Like, you run out of soap or like, you don't have like a washer and dryer you're like i didn't even think about these things for you know? sure literally um, i i like making a grocery list as simple as it sounds i'm like what do i need and then you have to think of like all the things that you need and it's it's like it's so easy but it's so like laborious you just do it so much once you live on yeah. your own it just becomes second nature uh yeah and i don't have anyone to really tell me no here so it's like like hey i do whatever i want with the repercussions that i'm gonna get yeah um, yeah, it, it looks like you're surrounded by a, a pretty good group of people, though. Some good leadership in Matt Torres. Oh, yeah. And um, that's great, man. Uh, you played sports, right? Oh, I, I played just about everything before CrossFit. OK, what yeah. was your favorite sport outside of CrossFit? I would pick wrestling, baseball or soccer. Those three. Okay. And I did, did you- I like I did those three for the longest, too um well also like swimming was up there if there was like a a sleeper pick outside of those three it would be swimming so you're a freaking athlete oh my gosh i i guess i've just done it all i've tried yeah. i've tried some things i failed like basketball we'll talk about that that's so funny people would probably expect that to be your number one yeah because i'm tall for um, sure did you expect to play professional sports in any in, in a different arena growing up like did you expect to be a professional soccer player or what was your goal when you were a kid when I was a kid, I didn't know. I just wanted to do what my heart uh, was chasing and what made my heart happy. And, uh, you know, it was never like I was never the kid that was forced to do this or that. Like my dad and mom were just like, hey, we'll support you in whatever you want to do. And uh, and being an athlete was like something that just filled my cup. Um, so naturally, like CrossFit filled my cup super quick when I got in the gym, too. Um, but I never saw myself going big with anything. I was going to row in college, which we'll get into later. Um, but that didn't end up working out and it allowed me to pursue CrossFit more, but yeah, never really envisioned anything else. Love it. And you yeah. and Dallin are pretty close, right? Yeah. He's one of my best boys here. He's, he's a good dude. And we've been friends for just about five years now, since like the 2017 CrossFit games when we met. Yeah, so um, you guys connect because he's from Utah, you're from Seattle. You guys connected through CrossFit Games, right? 
Yeah, like the first time I met him was at the 2017 games and I saw all his scores and he was like this man beast at like 15 years old. And I was like, this kid's got to be on roids. There's no way you can get this strong because I was still a skinny little twig. And like, like, I just didn't know how it was possible to be 190 pounds and and that strong and have that big of a snatch. And I just realized like, hey, we're built differently. Like, yeah, he's probably jealous of my running while I'm jealous of his weightlifting and and all that. So, you know. We, play, we played off each other's strengths and we learn a lot from each other in CrossFit and outside of CrossFit, just being better yeah. people. I love to see that, man. Yeah. You guys have, you guys have a, you know, this new group in Naples. Um, mm-hmm. Who all is down there with you? Yeah. So it's Dallin, uh, Emma Carey, uh, Phil Toon, our coach Matt and our coach Dominic, who isn't as talked about, but he's behind the scenes. He does so much for us, just like Matt. Um then we have our coach, Nicole, who kind of takes care of our bodies. Like when we're broken, she's like our rehab exercise specialist. And then my roommate, Ethan. And then um, that's kind of it for right now. It's it's just uh, five of us. And we have throughout the season, we'll have other athletes that Matt or Dom coaches come and train with us. You guys had Roman come visit, right? Yes. Roman was here. Uh, like two weeks ago and just testing the water, seeing what he needed. And I think he ended up at mayhem now. Um, just like that was his best fit for coming here. Yeah. I think I saw they posted their roster of, you know, people that went beyond quarterfinals and he was on the roster. I think that threw some people for a, Oh, for, for a real. Loop. Well, yeah. Cause he's, he's a brute strength athlete, right? Yeah. Like he, that's, that's odd. Who the thing is, is, like there's the language barrier obviously so we didn't know what he was going through but obviously like something about uh being here for him just wasn't the right fit and like i think that he uh like he lives in the cold in russia too and it's pretty hot here i think that could have been one of the factors and cookville where they're at is more up his style and i think more suitable for him but i think that we'll we'll eventually find out like what what is he doing and and what is his his uh kind of intention with the year and where he's going to end up? He yeah. could possibly come back here. I don't know yet. Yeah, so I mean, it's so unique. The guy doesn't speak English. Yeah, he's from Russia, like it's For just sure. so many so many yeah. interesting parts. Exactly. We took him first, um, first Chipotle while he was here too, and we yeah, just used Google about, Translate, and it was fun. Cooper Cooper told me about that. That's so I love funny. it. It was a great um, time. Uh, James, if you if you were a character in any movie, what who would you be? Oof. There's so many. This is a great question. Uh, man, I was just talking to Fisha Goffey about if I would be a character from a movie. I would. <laughs> I, I don't know. She said I would be a squirrel from the Ice Age. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't watch a lot of movies. Um, I guess I would pick like a Marvel character like Captain America because he's a badass and he saves people and he's like indestructible and super strong and jacked and a nice guy. All right. There yeah. you go. I'll take that. If you... If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Okay. Energetic, uh, compassionate, and let's see. Third word. I can't mess this one up. Um, I'll go with determined. Love it. What kind of student were you in school? Did you care about – I mean, you were an athlete. Did you care about academics or were you just kind of yeah. like getting high? Very much so. I, I think that um, I never want to like be n- anything but the best in something. Like that's where my drive and CrossFit comes from is like I want to be the best in this and anything that I do or pursue, like I don't want to do it 
to half effort. I want to give full effort. I want to uh, see the HWPL or see that hard work pay off. Um, actually, that's one of my favorite songs too right now. It's just what I'm, I've been listening to. It's called Hard Work Pays Off by Future. Um, and uh, so I got like B pluses, A minuses, A's. Like I, I was pretty much in that range my whole middle school, high school, now in college, just trying to strive for what I can do without stressing myself out too much. Love it. Yeah. You, um, if you weren't pursuing a career in CrossFit, what do you think you'd be doing? What did you Ooh. think you'd be doing as a kid? Like firefighter, astronaut? What was it? At first, it was like firefighter, policeman, uh, like something fighting crime type of thing. And then it transitioned in high school before I knew this was going to become my career to like real estate. Like I was really interested in real estate and like investing and finance. And I still am like, I, I love that stuff. And I think that like, I'll pursue that in some capacity while I'm still doing CrossFit. Cause I, I think it's super cool. And just like the opportunities are endless when you know how to talk to people and you know, the ins and outs and um, you have a lot of friends, especially in the real estate world. Um, and so, yeah, those were my things. And then when CrossFit came around, I was like, if you want to make a career in this, you have to pursue it with all you have. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I love that. What, why um, early on, why law enforcement? Is that what your dad or mom do? No, it was, uh, I can't, I can't like pinpoint why I want to. I just thought it was so cool that like they protect us and like you get to protect people and, and just like be the hero. Like being a hero sounds really cool to me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what do your parents do? Uh, my dad, he is a successful all-state agent. He basically runs like five offices back at home in Seattle. He has like a bunch of people who do all-state stuff for him. And he's been doing it for like 30 years. And then my mom is in the medical field. She's like a nurse assistant. Uh, I think they call it a tech. Um, and she's been doing that for like four or five years. And she loves it too. Um, she definitely puts in the hours. It's like 14 hour shifts and it's, it's crazy. Do you have siblings? Mm. I do. I got one brother and he is a college athlete. He's a runner. So he is very, very fast and makes me look very, very slow. And your dad's quite an athlete. I mean, in CrossFit, yeah. he's pretty fit, right? He is. He's insane. He just took this year off for the first time, which I'm actually super proud of him because he's been working so hard for the last 12 years and just giving himself a break from competing. I know he has one already planned for October, but this is his break year. Um, and so he's been, he's been in everything too. He's done every sport. He's tried everything and he's always been super good at what he does because he pursues things with full effort. Yeah, he's pretty freaking strong. I know that. Oh like yeah. He, he's thick, um, thick boy. <laughs> did you have a, a nickname growing up um oh, man not appropriate ones but <laughs> yes definitely uh let's see i mostly just spragger that's where my instagram comes from like my last name's sprag but i was just called like spragger on every team that i did or jimmy uh okay some people call me jame because like they're like if it's james it's multiple james and I'm like, bro, bro, it's just James. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, uh, I kind of just stick with James. If people call me Jim, I'm like, Hey, that's kind of telling me I'm old and I'm retired. I don't want to be Jim ever. Um, I'll be honest. The goatee is kind of Jim. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> Shot down. I, uh, you know, here's the thing. I've never been like 
oh, I have to have a goatee. But I'm like testing the waters and seeing like, okay, can I live with this for a couple of weeks? <laughs> I'll, I'll take the the beard's way better. The beard's way better. But this is more of the dad vibe, you know? I feel it. I, I saw yeah. it early on and I'm like, okay, James. We'll, Thank like, you. We'll gonna... rock with it. Yeah. We'll rock um, with it. We'll see what happens. Real Tony Stark vibes. I love it. Um, what's what's your earliest memory? Oof. Let's see. It might sound really sad. Um, but like my parents getting divorced like 10 years Ooh, ago. Yeah. Like that that was like like things before that. I can't really remember my parents together. Um, and I remember like things about them together, like trips to Hawaii and everything, but not like specific memories from that. Um, but I would say that or getting like like injuries I had in like really early years, like cracking my head open or breaking my arm. Like I remember every little detail about those. How'd you break your arm? Uh, I fell out of a really big tree and actually into a thorn bush and the breaking my arm didn't hurt. It was all the thorns I got in my body. That's what I remember. And then uh, I told my friend, I was like, go tell my mom that I broke my neck. And my mom like came sprinting out thinking I was dead. And I was just like, oh, I'm broken arm. I got a, some thorns in me. Can you help a brother out? How, how old were you? I was in first grade. That's awesome. It was a good time. Um, I broke my arm. Uh, I think I was about this. I was about 10. So close to the same age. Yeah. Like riding bikes. And oh, for sure. Yeah. We almost got hit by a car. And so I swerved. Oh, no. And my buddy hit me with his bike and I fell off and broke my arm. But that, that's better than getting hit by the car. That's for sure. 100%. Dang, and dude. So I slept on the top bunk because I have mm-hmm. a couple brothers. Yeah. And um, we didn't have that guardrail. Um, and so I rolled off the top bunk and onto my arm like two nights later and like rebroke the arm. Oh, can you imagine just waking up like to pain? You know what I mean? Like you wake up to, and you're like, you're 10 too. Like, so it just sounds like a, like a a little girl screaming. You know what I mean? Like that is miserable. Yeah. No, thank you. Broken, broken, (laughs) broken. Anything sucks. But like. Just broken broken bones in general are no fun. But I'd I'd rather break a bone than tear something because they heal quicker. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple tears. Those aren't fun either. Uh uh-uh. you have you ever been in trouble? What's the most trouble you ever been in in your life? I just gotta say I love these questions so far. These are so good and so juicy. The most trouble I've been in, um, okay. So it depends on if you're defining trouble as like trouble with my parents or like what I define as personal trouble, like that troubled me and really struck me. Um, so what, <laughs> which version would you want? Uh, like, I would just say, um, I am interested in both now. Let's go okay. both. Okay, I got you. So with my parents, um, who, yeah, wow. So in eighth grade, I guess I, I had competition with one of my friends. Uh, his name was George. And I haven't talked to the guy in a while for a while, but he was one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And we would have competitions to see who could get more referral slips or yellow slips, uh, which mean you got like in trouble, but it's not like you're like in super trouble. It's like a detention basically. Um, and like we would have competitions for who could do like the super stuff without like pushing the limit and getting like a red slip is what you called it. Or it was like, uh, I forgot what it was called. It's been so long, but I got so many of those and like I almost couldn't like graduate the eighth grade. And it wasn't like anything terrible. Like the worst thing I ever did was 
let's see, I think I like turned on like a really silly song at lunch on the speakers um, and like started dancing on the table and like, and then like all the teachers came in and like, I didn't know it would like say a cuss word or whatever, but uh, the song, the song like started cussing and then I was like, oh crap, like that's not good. And it was like at lunch with all these eighth graders. Um, let's see, in ninth grade, I got suspended for flashing one of my friends flashed my butt at one of my friends. Um, not, <laughs> not proud of that. That was my only like out of school. Like, when you said flash, I thought the opposite. So I'm like, dang, bro. You're like, like, you're like you, you got, got suspended for showing those muscular pecs. Oh, um, you meant like the front side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah like, no, like, no, no, no. Not that. Oh, like, that's bold, bro. No, I mean bro, like. For real. So you mooned somebody. We yeah, I mooned somebody. Right? Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the other I haven't one's seen like. anybody moon anybody in forever. Bro, like, that mooning used to be, Mooning's lit, man. That was like the thing. <laughs> it was the Mooning's thing. lit. It's it's cool. It's like it's like how you show like you're my homie. I'll moon you. Like I don't think I don't think you moon anyone that you're like oh I don't like them. I'm just gonna moon them. It's never like that. It's like I'll flip that them the bird. So good. Like um, I but like honestly, I moon somebody. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, go out, go out, tell your homie this is because I love you, and show him your butt. Um, <laughs> but I would say the other like. Okay, so that was like trouble with my parents. I would say trouble on myself. Um, man, this is really hard because I don't want to like expose anything. Um, yeah, be smart. Geez. We're live. Yeah, I, we're want, live. I want juicy stuff, but we're live. Yeah, for sure. Like the last stuff was juicy. We love mooning. Um, <laughs> man, personal trouble. Um, sheesh, this is so hard. Um, I would say like... Okay, this is this is something. So I used to drive a golf cart around my neighborhood back at home. Um, and like it was me and my brother's golf carts, like learn how to drive. And we lived in like a golf neighborhood, but like you weren't allowed to drive golf carts on the road still. And um, I would take this golf cart like everywhere. Like I would take it two miles away to go to my friend's house, like drive on like 30 mile per hour roads when the thing only goes 10 to 15 miles an hour. And I would constantly get pulled over with this thing. I think I got pulled over three times by twice was the same officer. And they're like, Hey, we're going to confiscate it every time. And I was like, okay, like I understand. I won't do it again. And I kept doing it. And I would tell my dad and he's like, Oh, you won't get caught again. You're good. Like it's just a golf cart. And I'm like, thanks dad. Like appreciate <laughs> you. Um, and so <laughs> I, uh, I would take this thing up. I would, I would go to like these movies at the park we had on it and like, all the kids would jump on the golf cart with me. I'd start doing donuts. Um, I even flipped it once, which was not good. It was just me on the golf cart with another buddy. And I actually have a video of it. It was so bad. Um, and I think one time, like this is leading into the story. I took, I took the golf cart up to, um, to this hill. We called it Kite Hill. And me and my friends like all brought our scooters too. And I like brought my scooter on the golf cart, which is like super random, but uh, we lit, like we were, <laughs> we were like, <laughs> so like two vehicles in one. Um, and so we were doing scooter jumps, uh, at this kite Hill and there's like this cement thing at the top of kite Hill where you can like set up jumps and whatever. And we decided to light a fire, uh, in a public park to do scooter jumps over. And I don't know where the golf cart came into this at all, but, um, we were doing scooter jumps over this fire and it was like 9 PM at night. And, um, basically all of a sudden there's three cop cars coming up this hill, like, and they're up, like circling us, like, and like, we like have no escape and we're like, uh Oh, 
like we didn't know lighting a fire was bad. We were like eighth grade and like we're like, oh, it's just like a bonfire. But it was this big fire. And they thought we were trying to commit arson at the park. So they told us, get on the ground. And they like literally thought we were trying to burn down the park. So me and my 10 friends like got on the ground and the officers were like, what are you guys doing? Like, and they thought we were actually like criminals trying to burn down this park and they're just doing scooter jumps. So that's my appropriate worst thing I've ever done. Um, pretty savage, not at the same time, but you know, we'll take it. That's so funny. Thank um, you. Absolutely. What, uh, <clears throat> let's, let's get, let's get here. What, got, what got you into CrossFit? What was like oh, your yeah. first experience? Man, uh, my first ever workout, like truly when I stepped in a box was, oh, an open workout. I think it was 16.5. Um, and my dad was doing the open. He's always like, you should come cheer me on and see what it's all about. And I'm like, dad, fitness is lame. Like I never worked out for any of my sports. Like I was like, I'm just going to go to practice. And if they make me condition, screw that, but I'll do it. Um, and so basically go in and just start doing this thing. And I look at like this leaderboard of the classes and I'm like, wow, like I got crushed by all these people and I feel really fit and strong when in reality, I really wasn't like I was an overweight chubby boy back in the day. And like, I, I always was like, man, I love food. Fitness sucks. Like I just ate nachos all the time. And it was like, I weighed like 180 in like the sixth grade. And like, and I was like five foot two, like I was a short little stubby chubby boy. Um, and when I started doing CrossFit, like I was like, wow, there's so much room to grow in every avenue here. And there's so many things that I suck at that I want to be better at. And I just kind of like took it on under the wing of my dad. And my dad showed me all these movements and how to do them right and how to not overtrain and how to like train properly. And, you know, just started pursuing it with full heart under my dad's watch and got to watch him go to the 2016 games and see all the teens there was really cool to be like, whoa, there's some stud teens that are crushing this, doing snatches at 185 pounds. How is that even possible? Like, like what in the world? And, um, and, and then it just became a passion grow, grew little by little, like every year had uh, an amazing training partner named Tudor Magda, who's like top 20 in the men's right now for the quarterfinals. And he's training out with James Townsend out in, uh, uh, I think it's Iowa. And, man, I just, uh, started loving everything that it did for my life and my, my energy and my, just, uh, my friendships, relationships that made me just a better person and a harder worker and didn't turn around from there. Love it. What did yeah. you, <clears throat> who's your favorite, like, do you, do you look up to a CrossFit athlete? Uh, yeah, I still do. Even though I compete with like the guys I used to look up to and still look up to, like, I, I still have like guys and I'm like, you're a good dude. And I, uh, you're a role model. Like you're a great role model. Um, few of them, Cole Sager. Um, I actually have had the privilege of training with him a lot. Cause one of the places that my dad lives in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho is very close to his house. So I got to go to his garage gym, um, just a couple months ago and do some Wadapalooza training prep. He's just uh, has such a good mindset. He's such a man of God. He's such like so good in his relationships and he's such a hard worker and he believes in himself and the, the believing in yourself part, and this sport is so big and in any sport, but like, if you don't think you can beat someone, you're not going to beat them. Yeah. Like if you're like, I can hang with this guy and I can destroy him and I'm going to do all I can to do that. Like you're going to do well. So Cole Sager is one of those dudes. Uh, feel very fortunate to have a relationship with him. Um, Noah Olson's energy is so awesome. Um, and then just kind of like, I haven't really talked with Brent Fikowski, but 
Uh, he seems very positive and he does very well as a tall athlete, which I appreciate. And same with Matt DeLugos. Like, you know, Matt's, Matt's a homie and he's tall and he's crushing it. Um, so like I look up to tall dudes too, like Travis Mayer, Matt DeLugos, uh, and Brent Fikowski, like to be in that tall gang, like the six foot two plus gang and still crushing it gives, gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of changes being made. I don't think that any changes necessarily should ever be made to favor a type of athlete, but there should be changes made to equal the playing field. Yes. And so um, I love, you know, I've been privileged to be on some of the calls with uh, Brent and the PFAA and oh, nice. um, some of the positive changes coming down the pipeline. It's going to be, I think, really great for athletes I love like it. yourself. That's so um, good. Uh, yeah, if you were to pick... This is going to be juicy. If you were to oh. pick top three top three men and women at the games this year, who are they? Uh, Medeiros is winning again. Sorry, Patty. Medeiros is so fit. Then Pat will be second and third. Uh, I'm going to go with I, – I want to put myself up there, but I know realistically like getting to the games, like that's my goal this year, and I don't have any – like I'm not like trying to be that ambitious and like, cause that's like, you got to set realistic expectations for yourself. Yeah, there's levels. Yeah, there's, there's levels. levels of it. Um, so I would say, you know, third place, it could go anywhere. I want to see, I think it's going to be a repeat of last year's podium, honestly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. For, and for the woman, uh, I want to see, uh, I would love to see someone beat TI. I think it could be Mal. Um, or like there's, there's a lot of like upcoming young talent that can really, push Tia, but Tia's just so good too at the games and knows how to compete. So I'll go number one, Tia. Number two is going to be Mal. And then number three is going to be Laura Horvath or Haley Adams. You can switch okay. either or. Got it. Um, yeah. That's juicy. That's good stuff, James. Juicy. Um, Thanks, brother. Love it. Um, <clears throat> wait, let's, I want to pivot here for a second. Yes. Uh, do you have outside of CrossFit, do you have a hero or heroes? Oh man. Um, this is going to get deep, but I would say my dad, because he defeated something that like most people can't defeat and kills them. Um, he was like an alcoholic for his whole life and he's super open about it. And cross actually made a story on it. Um, but he's like one of my heroes just for like overcoming something that almost killed him. And now he's able to like share a story and help others do that. Um, and then, you know, like, I don't have like any movie heroes that I'm like that, like, wow, like, like I want to do that. Like, and that I wish that was me. Like I'm very happy with, with who I am and what I'm becoming and, and the life I get to live and I feel very content. So I guess just my dad. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, you have done a, a lot of competition in the past five, six years, you know, a lot of that being mm -hmm. teen competition. Do you have a favorite competition? Oof. Actually, Wadapalooza, the the last one I just did two months ago. Uh, it was like my transition from boy to man. I felt like like I did a like the individual men's semifinals last year, but like this competition showed me like, hey, you're here to hang. You're not here to just you're you're not you're like you're here to hang with the big dogs and and beat the big dogs, not just like stay behind them and let them do their thing. Like, go out and push them, um, and you know you're capable of it. So I think that that competition. Also, um, my girlfriend said she couldn't be there and I was like, dang, that sucks. And she surprised me there, which was super cool. Um, and then I had my whole family out there and a huge support crew. And it was in, it was like really special because 
I was moving into Florida right after I wasn't going home. So like I flew out and um, basically said bye to everyone at home and, and then competed and then moved into my new home. So it was, it was really special. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I'm excited to come. <clears throat> we were going to do a Zalos games may uh, and you, you guys were going to be a part of it, but yeah. we, pushed it, we pushed it to end of September. So hopefully we can still make that happen for sure um, down in Naples with you guys. I'm excited to watch yeah. you throw down. I think I'll probably end up visiting long before September, but Oh, for um, sure. You're always welcome, you know, brother. I'm from Florida, so yeah, uh, got to make my way back over there eventually. Yes, sir. Um, what's your favorite CrossFit workout? Like wad, you know, like a uh, flagship wad or whatever. Yeah, I got I got two of them. Um, first is Linda, ten to one of deadlift, uh, bench press, and squat clean. Uh, and they did that at regionals once. Such a fun workout. Love that workout. That's a bro, Just, workout. I love. Yes, that. it's so fun. Um, and then the other one is triple three. I love triple three. It's endurance. It's it's long and gritty, and it's fun. Um, do you tell me what triple three is? It is. Uh, so you start with pretty sure it's three thousand meter row, then three thousand, uh, three hundred dubs, not three thousand dubs, and then. A three thousand meter run. Oh yeah, that's for yeah. sure your workout. That's it's not fun. That's not for me, but it's a good one. Um, who's your favorite person to compete with or against? Oh man, this changed at Wadapalooza. I like uh, so I, I made a, a lot of new friends at Wadapalooza. I really liked competing with Cole Sager because he's been like a mentor for me, and it's fun to like beat your mentor in a couple workouts. Um. Really enjoy competing with my boys, Dallin and Phil, because we get to train together every day. And, like, we know what each other are capable of and where we can beat each other at and et cetera. Um, and then I really enjoyed uh, the two boys, Jason Hopper and Taylor Self. Um, those guys, like, I have a group chat with them, me, me, Dallin, Phil, Taylor, and Jason. We just talk so much smack, and we have such a good time with it. And, yeah, I love those dudes. I, I, I love all my competitors. I don't, I don't think any of them I look at them like, Oh, that dude's no fun to compete with. Like they're all, they all bring something to the table and they're all super nice and approachable and everything. Cool. At, yeah. Um, <clears throat> at your new camp in Naples, mm -hmm. is there ever times where um, things hit the fan and, and uh, the competitive nature gets the best of you guys? Um, More for more than others, more so than others. Like for me, I think that like, I know when I take, an L in a workout, like if down or Phil beat me, like I'm going to learn something more from it than winning. Um, like when I lose a workout, I'm going to gain more experience and more knowledge and learn more from that person's performance against me. Um, but I don't like losing it. If you're a good athlete and you're driven, like it, it, it fires you up. Um, we actually don't do it very much as often as you'd think. Like, uh, comp train they compete like every day and do all the workouts together like we do it once or twice a week at most here okay for sure um and that's always interesting to see obviously because a lot of you know camps have a lot of overlap some camps have very little overlap yep um i think balancing the two is probably the happy medium yeah what would you like to see at the games you know this year if you could choose an element um that maybe hasn't been introduced you Ooh. know so not a repeat workout but like we're talking like last year we saw the handstand push-up walks. Yeah, freeze free standings. I love yeah. I love those. Um I would say 
anything new that's aerobic, like they introduced the kayak, uh, that was super fun. Um, I think maybe like bringing back a pool would be pretty cool. Just anything swimming. Um, I would love to see them do a really long event, like the marathon row again, like super duper long, just drain people and then take all their energy away and then, and then (laughs) see how they survive. I think that was super cool. Um, and then a Spartan race. I think a Spartan race would be so sick at the games. Like imagine them making all these mud pits and, and mud walls and these crazy obstacles for athletes to go around, like not just an obstacle course, like you see a true Spartan race or tough motor. It's so fun to watch. Um, I think that would get people really hyped up. The problem is like, can they create that on site? Um, which I think they could, I definitely think they could. Just a lot of work. I mean, uh, I loved the obstacle course. Um, Yes. That was one of the funnest things to watch, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially, and of course, like this isn't the desired outcome, but especially watching Pat and Matt fall from the top of the, Yep. like there's nothing good about watching someone fall, but just entertainment wise, it was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he just fell probably 15 feet literally and then got up and kept running, you know, it's like so crazy wild competition. Yes. it like is. It's, setting, it's ruthless. Like, ah! you know? But yeah. in that setting, you're like, I got to go. Yes. Um, I'd also like like to answer your question a little bit more. There's two other things I'd like to see. An NFL combine and um, something like in the nature of wrestling, like like a bracket of wrestling. How cool would that be? Like, I know it's like kind of fitness related, like survival of the fittest type of thing. But like, like I know Chandler Smith will win because he was a college athlete in wrestling. But like, That'd be kind of sick to see like, Hey, yeah, you have 30 awesome. minutes to understand how to beat your opponent and pin them or get more points and get like official wrestling judges out there. Like I, it doesn't sound like CrossFit, but wrestling is CrossFit. If anyone's wrestled, it's CrossFit. All right. It's so gassy. Yeah. I, um, Kalipa brought that up on the Savan podcast a while back. Like it'd be cool to see a, a physical element like that. I think I've yeah. thought about it. I think, um, you know, Christian Harris was on the Spartan show i don't know exactly what it's called but it's like a spartan race series oh and he was in a wrestle <clears throat> yeah, yeah there's like a wrestling match. Not, you know because your competitive wrestling requires a ton of skill and practice yeah um but like maybe a uh you know almost sumo wrestling style where if you push someone out you yep. know what i mean like yep. something like that where it doesn't require to know a full nelson or whatever you know yes. what i mean like yep, yep, um, yep. or like arm bars and crazy stuff like yes. that like you're just like like leveraging your body there are things like you're not allowed to hit maybe you can just like yep. use you know like leverage each other's body yes push somebody out of the ring and maybe it's two out of three or something like that that'd be so fun yeah um, there's so many things i could do like like a physical element would be in my opinion a great test of fitness like if yeah. we're applying fitness to general life stuff like sometimes in general life you have to protect yourself so maybe that's a, a element yeah. of fitness that they're missing out on it would be awkward ish to watch because I, I don't know if you ever watch girls fight, but it's always awkward. At least for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like always pulling awkward. hair and slapping. I'm like, hey, yeah. like, just like say you're sorry, man. Like when yeah. guys fight, it's like, okay, like there's some manliness going on here. Like, don't pull hair. There's like golden rules of guys fighting, but girls don't follow those golden rules. It's like, oh, man. At I all. Couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine Emma wrestling somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, but she, she could. If, she, if it was to win the games, oh, she would turn, <laughs> she would turn it on. Like, that'd She'd be crazy. bite your ear off. Oh, just, for real? Pull out. Who did that? Mike Tyson, right? Mike Tyson, yeah. Yeah, dude, oh. crazy. Bye-bye, James. 
<laughs> if uh, we so typically towards the end of the show, I've got like a handful of sort of longer winded questions, but then some yeah. uh, some rapid fire ones, and I try to like sandwich them in. But okay. um, if you could put anything on a big blank billboard uh, on the busiest intersection that you know of, what would the billboard say? Do it with a smile. Do it with a smile. That's perfect. Yeah. For you. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the moment, and really just. Try and try and not like think about tomorrow. Try and think about today and what you can do to make today a better day. Love that. Do it with yeah. a smile. Beach or mountains? Oh, this is so tough. I have been here for two months and the beach is like cool, but I miss the mountains. So mountains. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite cereal? Oh, cookie crisp. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The 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 what's it called? Uh cuckoo for cocoa puffs pretty good too. That that stuff's bussing. Cookie crit. That's so that's it's so good, man. So good. Um are you a reader? I am a read? reader. I've I've been way more into it these last few months. I'm reading one called Win the Day right now. And it's oh, it's just like what I was just talking about. Focus on now and what you can do to make now a better day. And then when you wake up the next day, the day before is flushed. How can you make today great? Not focusing on what's ahead or what's behind, but now. Yeah. Is that um, Marcus? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the right track. I could, I, I could go grab it real quick, but it's, it's kind of far away. But I think it's Marcus someone. I've got it. You got a stack of books there. Yeah. What you got? Dang, you have all the books. Have you read all of those? No, I've, I've read like 70% of them. Oh my gosh. I've read like maybe 30 books in my life and 20, 20, 20 were probably forced. Is it if on the day on your life? Is it Aubrey Marcus? Let me look real quick. <laughs> oh, Mark Batterson. This uh, this is oh. so good. Actually, my the supplement brand that I work with, the the CEO guy sent me. Uh, his name is Matt. He sent me this, and he goes, "I thought of you when I read this, and I want you to have it." And it's just like describe seven daily habits to help you stress stress less and accomplish more, which we can all use. Yeah, Mark Madison's great. I actually totally long long story. I'll make super short. When I when I got saved, uh, I'm also a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the first books that I read, like before digging into the Bible, was uh. The Grave Robber by Mark Ooh. Batterson. Um, okay. Is he a Christian read, author? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he has a church in Washington D.C. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so he wrote in the pit with a lion on a snowy day, which is a reference for uh, uh, one of David's mighty men. You know, Old, Old Testament stuff. Yep, yep. Um, he, so he's written a handful of uh, Christian books. He's a great writer. Okay, that's um, awesome. So love that. Love to see that. That's so cool, man. Um, do you have a like a morning and a nighttime routine? Oh yes. I I've I've basically stuck with it the last four or five years. I, I try and eat the same thing every morning. I eat some eggs with some rice, with some arugula, with some meat, with some peppers, with some tortillas, with some cheese, all the good stuff spattered on a plate. Looks like a big, just mushy plate of goodness. And then uh I always shower in the morning before I go to the gym. Just kind of, I usually do a cold shower. Um, I'll do some like skincare stuff because acne is stupid and I don't want that. Um, and then I usually stretch in the mornings. 
Um, and then I just kind of take time to myself to chill out. I'll check in with my clients online um, before I go to the gym and then uh, make sure all of them are taken care of. And then I start uh, pursuing myself and, and my dream of the rest of the day and CrossFit. And then at night, I clean off. I, I take another shower from all the sweat that's built up and uh, check in with clients again and then eat dinner, call, call someone in my family or one of my friends, make sure to check in with someone from home every day and uh, read my book and talk to my lady who lives back at home. That's quite a routine. <clears throat> yes, sir. I think routine is super valuable for, uh, well, for anybody in an elite level, whether it's yeah. you know, entrepreneurship or athleticism. Mm -hmm. So stick with it. Uh, it. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Okay. That's my man. Mexican. What was your favorite cartoon show as a kid? Oh, uh, Peppa Pig. <laughs> You're going to be the only one. Peppa Pig was dope. Taught me so many things, man. I watched it with my dad and he would always snort like the daddy pig. And I, and I was, would always crack up laughing. Like this was like, not like middle school. I wasn't like in middle school, like Peppa Pig. So dope. It was like, like early days, like, yeah, like preschool, elementary school type of thing. What, uh, summer or winter? Summer. If you could talk to animals, all animals, or understand every human language, which would you choose? Animals all day. <laughs> I don't like, feel like I need to know more than what I know here. Like I, I know some Spanish and it helps so much because there's a lot of Spanish and, uh, people from South America here. And I'm like, this is like, I could communicate with everyone, even if they don't know English. It's so nice. Um, James, when you think about success in CrossFit, let's say the, you know, the past five years of people that have podiumed, um, or really every great CrossFitter that you can think of, including yeah. yourself. Yep. And you were to make a pie graph of a percentage of how much would you attribute CrossFit success to hard work and how much would you attribute to genetics? Oh, I'd say, um, I'd say it's 80% hard work. 20% genetics. Okay. Yeah. Um, last but not least, man, <clears throat> how do you want people to remember you, James? Uh, Happy-go-lucky guy who brings light to the world and wants to know every little thing about everyone and just uh, a guy who uh, pursues everything with full heart, passion, and uh, just loves to be around people. Well, you're doing a good job of it, man, because that's Thank exactly you. how you come off. Thank you so much. James, man. Hey, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, I've really enjoyed this. It's um, a great podcast. Great episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully so some good. of the questions were pretty unique for you. Oh, they were beautiful. Um, Hopefully no one uh, digs dirt, dirt up on me and, and finds more out about my suspicious past with my golf cart. Yeah, and your arson issues. And, uh, <laughs> man, I've got so many issues. I love fire. <laughs> Py pyromaniac here all right brother well um hopefully i'll see you at one of these uh semi-finals here in the next couple months oh you know it good luck with your training and everything until then and as always let me know if you need anything from me thank you so much jared i appreciate it man absolutely james good having you see you, you bro too, man see ya